I'm Jody Weitz, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody White, your business and professional coach, helping you to make your career and life nothing less than spectacular. I'm here with Michelle Nedelec. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Jody. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, so excited. So very excited. Let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. Michelle is an international best-selling author and an expert in entrepreneurialism and is the founder of Awareness Strategies. She's run her own series of companies for over 22 years and for over 15 years has been helping sales reps, entrepreneurs, and executives to continually double their profits and revenues. She not only has what it takes to help her clients build a million dollar business, but does it time and time again. Michelle particularly loves to talk about marketing automation, systems integration, and support both on and off the stage. She teaches key components of scaling business, strategy, systems, support, and state of mind so you know how to continually elevate all four components to build a healthy thriving business for the past six years she's been focusing on helping entrepreneurs bring their businesses online from conceptualization to done for it done for you it automation she also happens to have a great sense of humor and a love for stilettos. Wow. I love that. <laughs> She's an all around holistic, well put together woman. All right, Michelle, I am boy, 22 years with multiple companies. Why, why entrepreneurialism? I particularly love entrepreneurialism because I think it's going to save the world. I think that when people become entrepreneurs, they have to learn how to have an internal focus and a modus of control. And by doing so, then they start to strip away all of their levels of dependency on other people, on systems, on, and then by systems, I mean, government systems and or, <laughs> you know, the neighborhood, the whatevers. Mm -hmm. And they start to realize that their results are up to them and that they are competent and capable and that they can achieve what they desire. I think it's a phenomenal state of being and want to help and encourage everybody to be able to do that. That's great. So it sounds like along with working with you and what you have to offer, you build confidence in them as well. Absolutely. When somebody really understands, one, that they can create their financial independence on their own. That is usually the biggest building block that people are looking for. Sometimes it's it's their freedom and their time and being able to create what they want. But through that, really, if they can create a financial dependence 
or a support system for themselves, then they, it allows them to then have that time with their family that allows them to have that freedom to be able to make the choices that they want to have. And so our goal is to be able to get them in that position as quickly and easily as possible. Right. Boy, it, you know, it does sound great. I know being a, a coach to many entrepreneurs and people in startup founders, you know, there's nothing like running your own business. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's a lot of work, but it just gives you so much gratification. Do you find that um, when working with people as well? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, oftentimes, the entrepreneurs that we're working with are very skilled at being the the tradesperson at, or at being the worker bee, if you will. And they're looking at the boss going, well, if they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> they, they either get their walking papers or they get uh, you know, the proverbial check. Then they go and look at starting up their own business and going, okay, how do I start doing this? And then they quickly start to realize that they love doing the thing that they love doing, but there's so many aspects of business that just aren't in their wheelhouse and isn't their forte. And they're like, okay, how do I, a lot of them will go, how do I learn to do this? And we go, no, don't do that. Just <laughs> learn, who, right. learn who to put that onto their shoulders so that you can, you know, ride off the shoulders of giants and, and be you know, led to victory that way. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, as owners, business owners, or I'm going to call uh, CEOs of our own business, you know, we need to be looking at so many different things in our, in, with our success, but it really is up to you to run your company, even though it's just you as a CEO, give away the things you don't enjoy or don't have any, you know, real skills or liking for and that will make you successful right off the bat. You're going to have more time for, you know, networking and talking to the right people and innovating your product versus doing the stuff that you do, Michelle, which is <laughs> business and marketing automation. And um, tell me a little bit about what that is. Absolutely. So when somebody's starting a business, what they're usually looking at is how do I get clients? How do I get leads? When they get those leads, they have to put them somewhere. Most people will put them into their phone. <laughs> Some people <laughs> put them into a spreadsheet. And what we like to do is put them in a thing called a CRM. And it's basically a database that allows that individual to then go and connect with these people again, right? The biggest issue somebody has during the startup phase and ironically, <laughs> through to the multi-million dollar phase is loss of leads. They're either losing those leads or they're not following up with them. And what we do, upselling, cross-selling, downselling, basically letting them know what your spectrum of products are and enticing them to, to follow you to a greater extent. And what we want to do is be able to help people to automate the things that become repetitive and to allow people to do the things that require creativity and relationships. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm really good at my thing. I have to do my thing. Well, if your thing is repetitive, then no, you don't. You can make a video, you can make a PDF, you can make something that people can uh, consume that information time and time again at their convenience. The one thing that automation can't do is create relationships. It can't be spontaneous. It can't be creative. And granted, AI is getting better at that, but mm. it's still taking the repetitive parts of creativity and it's up to the human beings to be the wonderful, delightful messes that we are and 
and embrace that mess and and realize that that's the thing that makes this the most amount of money yeah uh, and what you're saying makes a lot of sense because you know you can you can do the tasks or have somebody do the task over and over again but your main role is to build trust mm -hmm. and nothing can do that and i know ai is you know doing a lot of stuff out there it's really kind of in some ways sucking the soul out of <laughs> you know out of the way we do business and the enjoyment and the connection that we do business with so if you can maintain that part then you will get more leads build the trust uh, that person will tell another person and then your business can really take off. So tell me the difference or give me some examples of what would be automated and what you would automate versus um, something that a CEO or an owner would do on their own in addition to building relationships. Well, oftentimes it starts with something. I say, if you've ever done something three times, you should be. As my father said, once is an accident, twice is a mistake, three times it's a habit. Once it becomes a habit, those can and should be documented and recorded in some way, shape or form so that you're not wasting your time coming up with something that you've already come up with. And that can be as easy as, you know, when we all got voicemail, <laughs> it's like, okay, you put a recording on it. I say the same thing every time, just leave a message. And you and we understand and we know that the difficulty comes in with the other areas of our business. So one of the first things I get people to automate when they're looking at is their clients purchasing. Because when a client comes in and gives a credit card, we don't want to write that down. We, right. We as humans make mistakes. <laughs> we start fumbling numbers. We start doing things like that. Computers are very good at accepting numbers and taking them in. And when you have a monthly membership or something like that, might we don't want to be calling somebody else and saying, hey, your credit card bounce. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Right. And they don't want that phone call. But what they do accept is an email that says, hey, we've tried three times and it hasn't gone through. Do you want to change your number? Click here to do so. Great. They click there. They change it. Nobody cares. That's a perfect opportunity to be able to automate something in your business that nobody likes doing anyways. And then we just carry it on from there. Another thing that is best to be automated are things that become complicated. So if somebody does, say, have a membership site, say they have a course online that they bring people into, some people may just buy that course. Some people might buy that course as part of a bigger package. Some people might get that course for free because they attended a certain event. Some people might get module one for free because mm. they opted into something. Now there's a level of complexity there that nobody should be managing <laughs> manually, <laughs> right. right? We want to be able to automate those systems so that, you know, the computer knows, did you pay for it? Did you get it free? Did you, here's mm -hmm. how you access it. Mm -hmm. Voila, here's your stuff that you looked for. And the same can hold true for, you know, somebody that teaches an online course, the same could be true for onboarding your clients. The same could be true for onboarding your employees. Anytime you want to be able to have people have access to that, you automate it. And then when you don't want them to have access to it, it's like, oh, they're no longer with the company. Great. They mm -hmm. no longer have access to all those videos and all those resources. It just kind of makes sense. And nobody has to, you know, take it in manually. Right, right. So it, it you know, it, it, you're really building systems within a company that, that take the uh, stress and complication and needless time wasting uh, away from them and just make it easy, 
create that system so people can move through that, doesn't waste anybody's time. Now, in marketing automation, you were mentioning, you know, the CRMs, which are the customer relationship management applications, you know, in order to get the leads. Now, let's say I said, Michelle, I want you to handle lead generation for me. All right. And I just kind of put that on your plate. I want that done for you, done for me, uh, part of the business, because that that's challenging for me. Um, how, you know, how do you know that, how do you know how to re reach my unique audience out there to get me qualified leads? Because I know other companies, VAs, etc., just give you a ton of leads that aren't necessarily qualified. Well, and there's nothing worse than a dirty list. So mm. we'll talk about that too, because when somebody <laughs> goes out and they buy a list from somebody and they yeah. get a thousand leads, right? Oftentimes in those lists are hidden little gems that are spiders from Google and or other companies finding out whether or not this is a spam list. Mm. And so you're actually getting targeted from a list that you don't, you have no idea where it's really come from, how it ends up getting to where it's getting. Though, although it can be a quick way to do business, it's not really a good way to do business and it's being shut down by the minute. What we're looking at doing is working with you to find out when, who is your target audience? Who are you working with? Where do they hang out? How do they like to consume information? How do you like to produce information? And where is that uh, tie, right? If your audience is 80-year-olds, you're not going to be marketing on TikTok. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, you not could waste your time yet. doing it, but they're not going to be watching it yet. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, I get that. So you want to, one, know where your audience is. Two, if your audience is 80, they're probably reading books still. They're probably reading magazines, right? They're not into the whole digital world per se. Um, maybe not as a priority. So you may have your lead generation is through magazines and then send them to the website and, and be able to kind of have some automations there. And I, we're not against any of that at all. We want to make sure that you are a perfect fit with your ideal client, because as soon as you can create revenue with your ideal client, profitable revenue with your ideal client, as quickly as possible, you then have the wherewithal to be able to implement more and more ideas. And one of the fun things with our clients is it's not about, can I get this done? Can I get some leads? Can I, you know, when do we start making money? It's that was done. This is it. <laughs> Great. Mm. How do I get, how do I decide what I don't want to do? What's not moving me towards that yeah. goal anymore and honing in and focusing on doing more of that rent, uh, revenue generating activity. And it's because we work with our clients as partners. So we're working with them for the year, at least, to be able to make sure that we have a game plan for that year, make sure that we always have things moving towards those activities that are going to get you where you want to go. A lot of times people go, okay, just run my company for me. Mm. Like, great, we could, but wow. it's going to cost <laughs> you a lot of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you got right. the money, that's fine. But yeah. oftentimes they have the time, but they don't have the money. Mm -hmm. And they're just sick and tired of kind of doing the grind and not getting anywhere. And we get that. So when we're looking at it, we're going, okay, what we need from you is the creative things. What we need from you is the 
the artwork, the video, the the, the ideas, the content. We mm -hmm. can make it look pretty on a website. We can make it pretty on a PDF, but we really need to know kind of where are you going with this? And we want to prove to your audience first that you have your messaging down, that you have this magic uh, relationship between the way they want to consume information and the way you're delivering information. We want to make sure that we have a ladder of ascension, meaning every step they take with you and they're paying more money, they get more and more of your time, your, you know, whatever your thing is. And in the digital world, it can be very different than in the real world, if you want to put it that way. Somebody can go from you to your biggest, highest end product, your one-on-one -on -one time in the analog world. In the digital world, they tend to take steps with you. It's like, hey, and if you like this, you're going to love that. And if you like this, you're going to love that. And it's being able to understand how that works. Because obviously with somebody that's a speaker, it's going to work one way. With a lawyer, it's going to work a little differently. With a house painter, it's going to work a little differently. But essentially, People are still wanting to get a little bit more and a little bit more. I'll spend more time with you. I'll invest more of my, you know, I'll give you my name, my number, whatever is valuable as long as I get more of what I'm looking for so that I can make the decisions I need to make. And the right. same holds true if you think of when you bought a car, right? All of us are buying cars online now. We're not doing it necessarily mm -hmm. by driving around. And it's it's what is that ideal client's ideal experience and how do you hone in on that so that it becomes effortless for them to decide to spend more of their time, money and effort on you. That that's great. Yeah, that um, that's interesting. I know things are yes, moving in a digital world. It's it's, we can be more agile. Um, you can be more agile for your clients. So it, it, it is great. Now, I know you were mentioning cost. Um, and, you know, I understand that, you know, there's, there's a whole cost spectrum but what if again let's say i just want to to get me qualified leads i've i've got some um you know i'm on all the platforms i've got my messaging i've got videos so i've got the social media part handled but i need you to, to dig you know under rocks and, and go where <laughs> No woman has gone before to find the leads that I need as a as a business coach. We'll use that as an example. Well, the awesome part is, is when somebody has done internal launches, what we call like an internal launch to their own community, and their community is saying, yes, this is great. I'm buying it. Fantastic. Because now we can go to a warm market. And this is a stage that most people will miss because they don't even think about it. And a warm market is something that you can do with, say, affiliate marketing. In affiliate marketing, you're working with other people who already have that audience. They're already warmed up to them. They have the love, trust, and respect for them. And I say to them, hey, Jody, uh, you guys got to meet Jody. She's fantastic, amazing, and awesome. And this is what I've seen her do. You automatically have credibility with my audience now because I've given it to you, essentially. So that's a warm market in the digital world. And this can be phenomenal because it's like having a 100% commission salesperson with no base salary <laughs> who already has an audience <laughs> who loves to sell and, and makes money off of it. That audience and being able to create those relationships can exponentially grow a company within days, weeks, a crazy amount of time, depending on the network of influencers that you have in your, in your database. 
Then once you've proven yourself in the warm markets, then you want to look at going into the Facebook ads, the Google ads, things like that, because you know where you have a certain degree of um, certainty that those are going to convert into money. So you can mm -hmm. spend a dollar on ads in order to make $2 in sales, right? We'll do that all day long, as long as it's working. The problem is most people will start looking there for leads before they've done the internal launch, let alone the warm launch. And they're wondering why Facebook and Google become bonfires where they're just, mm. you know, they don't even get the benefit of marshmallow out of it. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I'm just spending money on this. I don't know. Right. I am burning money. <laughs> exactly. So in understanding that even though you're in a digital world, it still comes down to the relationships that you're creating and the, the impact that you have on other people, you can tap into that in a much greater way than you may be aware is available to you, okay. right? You take somebody like a painter and they're going, what is affiliate marketing for me? Right. Oh, it could be fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. Right. In fact, you can get more work than you could probably do. And you have to start looking at getting more trucks, more crews, more everything, because when the right people start uh, promoting you and, and referring you, it becomes um, just kind of a no brainer to be able to do business with you. Right, right. Well, it sounds like you've got, you know, a lot of creative ideas that you use um, in order to make people successful. Um, any Anything else that you want to tell entrepreneurs out there in, again, generating more revenue? Absolutely. When it comes to the online world, I think people have a huge opportunity here that they have nowhere else in that you get to pick your quote unquote, your spectacular life, whatever that is, whatever you can paint, whatever you can design in your mind, you can create it in the digital world. You just need to have the right support and people in place to be able to help you to figure out how to do that. So if you're listening to this, you're in the right place at the right time. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> because we want to be able to help you to figure out kind of what, what is that vision? What does that look like? And how do you spend your time doing the things that you love to do, whether it's doing podcasts like this, speaking from stage, painting a house, doing whatever it is that you do, and have a team behind you that helps you to get all the stuff done that you don't want to get done, like the tech. How do you get that video up on the website? Or how do you make sure that that opt-in is connected to your CRM or making sure that that person that bought that thing gets that thing? <laughs> Right, right. Worry about the stuff that that you like to worry mm -hmm. about. And let you know, let you guys handle the tech, the ideas along with you. But yeah, do exactly. most of the uh, groundwork, shall we say. That's great, Michelle. Um, how can people get a hold of uh, of you for more information? Well, we would love if they come and visit our website at awarenessstrategies.com. We have a ton of freebies there and resources for you. We have assessments and quizzes and surveys to be able to help you in everything from your tech stack, your branding, your messaging, being able to hone in on what might be the missing piece for you in order to be able to put that piece in place and all of a sudden things start working better than you ever imagined. Uh, it can be that easy and it can be super fun when that happens. So go 
check out those resources, play with them. And uh, at the end of all of them, if you want to set up a meeting with me to go, hey, I don't get this. How do I do this? I am happy and delighted to be able to do that. And if you're working with Jody, even better, because then she can help you implement <laughs> the ideas and the concepts behind it. And we're just looking at the actual clicking of keys to get things done. Great. Thank you for that plug, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we got to we got to plug each other more exactly. in the world. That'll make the world a better place, right? It does indeed. <laughs> well, Michelle, it's been delightful speaking with you. Um, I love the passion. I love uh, the resources that you have available for people and listeners that want to visit her site. And most of all, thank you for your time today. Well, my pleasure. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.